Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, in a village known as Bright Tree Village, right? There was a few Ewoks who gathered together, gathered together, read some books, right? Formed a little group known as Bright Tree Publishing. You know what I'm saying? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. It, it, it's, it's, it's called a Council of Elders, my friend. A Council of Elders. And actually... Just want to give a shout out to all of our patrons who support the podcast at the top of the show. Want to say thank you to you guys. You're fantastic. We had a lovely comment from from Amelia basically saying that she's read the Aftermath trilogy, Master and Apprentice, and is down to talk about both of those. So here's the deal. All right. If you're signed, we we, we reformatted, right? Five dollars. Mm-hmm. Pop in there. You want to support the podcast. That'd be great. Matt and I would love that. Um we are doing, we just uploaded a couple, um, well, we just did a, a thing on, what was the one we just read? We did two, Dooku, right? Jedi Lost. And then we also mm-hmm. did the comic books. We went into the High Republic comic books. Now that is top secret stuff that is in there for you guys. Go check that out. And I would love to chat with folks um, on Zoom about a book. And what are you reading right now? Thrawn? We got Thrawn. We could do Master and Apprentice. Uh. You know, yeah, I'm in Man- I'm in Master I'm in Master and Apprentice right now. Although we were asked uh, by some listeners to dive into the Thrawn book, so I just did. I just did get it on Audible. Into the Dark. Um, yes, sir. We replied. We just plowed through that. I just we, we did a Patreon episode on it, but I just did the man the Dooku book. The audio book is really cool because it's a full cast. It's re- it was right. really good. It was a, it was that was a really fun read. Well, yes. listen, I should say. Yes, absolutely. That there's some good stuff in there, and so, so yeah. If we get more folks interested in that, honestly, Amelia, I'm going to hit you up, and and even if it's just bringing on Amelia to talk to talk books, I, it's nice when you're talking about a book or a comic book or something that has a lot of um, details in it, like a lot of details, and you're just doing it in kind of one take. It's hard to kind of get to all the details. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to kind of. So it's nice when you have a group of people tackling it. So. That's why I titled that tier kind of the Council of Elders, because I think it'd be kind of cool to get in there. Imagine yourselves, right, in Return of the Jedi, you know, on the forest moon of Endor. Imagine this, right? And it's up to the council, right? They're sitting there. C-3PO is interpreting for everyone, telling the story, 
right? Making all the sounds, all the, all the all doing all the noises, the hand motions and stuff. If it weren't for that council of elders, imagine how different we wouldn't have the sequel trilogy. Okay, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have Maybe it. Not. You know what I'm saying? Different story. So anyway, I just think it's great. I think it's fun, and I would love to be you know um, to do some of that to bring back kind of Bright Tree Publishing. You know, the old book club, the old yeah. book club. <laughs> I think it'd that be was great. A, yeah. Right. Don't mm-hmm. make me get I the shirt you, out. Well, you well, well, yeah. You started like a full. You were you kind of started a little podcast on it, and then I'm I think sure you did. were gonna keep. Yeah. 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 I did, my friend. I and think we, uh, I think that podcast. You think you still? I think that that podcast account's still active, isn't it? It might be. I, I honestly don't even know. <laughs> S has so many different podcast accounts that I don't even know. Yeah, it might even still be out there somewhere. But um, yeah, no, that was that was uh, back in the day. We we used to kind of just it was kind of a Star Wars focused literature. Uh, podcast and I was I was I was running that with some friends and uh, I think it's time to bring it back you know yeah so I'm down okay all right <laughs> wow as well we're in hyperspace and man there's a lot to unpack today shall we start should we just get it out of the way get it out of the way I'd be, be done talk. with it rip Let's, the band-aid right. off Rip the, rip the Band-Aid off. So, obviously, big, huge Star Wars news right now. Gina Carano fired. She got the boot um, over, I think, ultimately, series of posts. Now, I will say that um, it's one of those things where I, you know, I, I follow her on Twitter, but I've, I've never really, like, paid close attention to her, like, individual tweets. Um, But I will say I have I have seen a lot of people over the past couple of months saying that they don't like her and the stuff she was saying. And so then I looked into it at one point a little bit more and I was like, oh, I think it's just maybe she's a little conservative. Um, Did not really at all see what it was that she was sort of posting. Um, And then I did go read the tweet that she posted that I think was the final final straw and wow uh was kind of my initial uh sort of sort of my my initial thing there so again i i will say i if i'm sure there are i don't know the total full story of it i mean i think there from everything i can see on twitter right now it does seem like people are pretty there's definitely some division over it even yeah um uh, the whole thing, I think, is it's unfortunate. At the end of the day, really, it's it's unfortunate um, because, it, to me, it just in sort of my initial glance over it, it seems like she's firing off some differences of opinion, and I think she's firing them off in ways that are not the most tactful. Uh, you know, sure. there are certain there's certain uh, ways to craft arguments, and I I think I think. I could see the point that she's trying to make about like division in the country and stuff like that. But ultimately the analogy she's using is um, a pretty awful analogy. So whatever point she was trying to make is completely lost. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you got to remember you work for, you work for Disney. It's a kid's Mm -hmm. it. You're dealing with kids, man. You can't, you know, there's, there is a level of morality that goes, you know uh, that 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 goes with it, especially for Star Wars. It's a little different. I would even say Star Wars is even more different than Marvel, right? I mean, <clears throat> you know, Samuel Jackson 
who has not been in Star Wars. He was in Star Wars before. He has not been in Star Wars since Disney bought it. He has been in Marvel, mm-hmm. um, although he actually was an Iron Man, and Iron Man actually was originally not. Disney bought Marvel after that. Um, you know, Samuel Jackson's in a lot of movies with a lot of swearing, and I think sure. I, I think I think most people when I when I view Samuel Jackson, I think most people think of him typically saying you know like the f word. That's not yes. very kid friendly, right. right? I mean, that's and in a comical way too. But that's just, that's typically been a lot of his characters. Um, but I think Marvel, he's he is sort of like a minor character, um, and 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 stuff like that. But again, he's he hasn't really done anything controversial. He's just and he's been kind of uh, sure. uh, a character, yeah. So, so ultimately, at the end of the day, what's unfortunate is that you now we have awkward and weird decisions that's going to ha- hamper the Disney, the Star Wars universe right like what do we do with mandalorian going forward what do you how do you do you recast cara dune do you seems like it looked to me like she was going to get her own show right right? that she was gonna and there were rumors i remember i remember seeing some rumors a while back that they had actually had a meeting about it uh but who knows you know like that could be like a mike zero level rumor um so you know who knows what what do you do i mean now now the question is is sort of is sort of what do you do but the whole thing is yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. I, I just feel, I feel like it's unfortunate. Um, you know, I mean, it's one thing if you have different like political views, whatever. I mean, she obviously crossed lines, you know, yeah. Uh, in, yeah. in, in, in that. So it, the, the whole thing, it's it's unfortunate. And now Star Wars is going to suffer from it. So it's obviously not it's not good. Yeah, no, it's not good. And it, 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 I think the word you've said over and over is it's unfortunate, you know, because it it's just it is just too bad. And I think there was an opportunity to kind of, you know, educate, show compassion, understanding kind of. Um, and and that, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Again, we're not we're not privy to any of the, um, you Inside. know, back and forth, yeah. you know, communication. We really don't know. Um, we just have the tweets. We see what's going on. We see the interviews. We, we see those various things. And it's it's just sad. It's just it's honestly too bad because uh, I, I I just don't. I don't know. You know, it's not something that you want to see. You you don't want to see a character that you liked in a story that you like, um, and then the act the actress who's kind of portraying that character. Uh, again, it comes down to articulation and and the way in which you're you're trying to present your argument and just how you know bad form that 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 came up you know came across as. And it's uh, yeah, it just sucks. It just straight up sucks. I mean, there's I I I more so, and I was telling Matt really. Um, with as split and divided as people are on this, uh, the word we kind of landed on was unfortunate. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't even really know what to say about it because I'm more of a story guy. I just love to focus on the stories and, and I get, I get taken away to a galaxy far, far away. And then, um, but those stories are supposed to kind of, you know, they affect how we think about and approach life. And there it's a tool that you can use to teach youngsters and, you know, kind of themes and lessons come across and all of that. And then those folks, as they grow up, they start to look to the people who portrayed those. And, and, and you have to, you know, know um, how, to sting- how to distinguish between the two. And um, it just, uh, it's nice when it all kind of, you know, uh, right. I don't know, works out, I guess, that that person that you're seeing in the story, you know, uh, it, I don't know. It, it just, yeah. it unfortunate. Yeah. 
It is unfortunate because I hate when I hate when people make bad decisions, and that's exactly what this is. I mean, <clears throat> like I don't again, I don't have a problem with her being a conservative. I don't have a problem with her no. firing back at what is now the new establishment, right? Which is the, sure. the Democratic Party. I mean, that's what we were doing months ago when it was the other way around. That's how sure. it works. You get a right, right. opposing um, views. Just, sure, opposing views. Actually, absolutely. Everyone's entitled. Everyone's entitled to their own political beliefs. It's just it's just unfortunate because for starters, the analogy she uses, right? I mean, I'm I'm look I'm looking at it here. I mean, you know, she's talking about Nazis and stuff like that. And it's like the point she's trying to make is also the analogy she uses is 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 just a, a terrible analogy to pick it's in the first place. Yeah. There it's it's incredibly extreme. You could make your point in a ton of different ways that wouldn't cause like Nobody's going to look – everyone's going to view it and be like, wow, that's shocking. Like, why would you say that? Regardless of what it is that she's actually even trying to say, which is completely lost. And then ultimately, it's like, you know, you're getting fired from Star Wars. Like, mm -hmm. it's a big deal. Star Wars is – Star Wars is the is literally the ultimate career job. It is <laughs> – once you're in, you're – like, Timothy Oliphant, you are in – for life mm -hmm. like yeah. he could never appear ever again ever and he could show up to conventions Cobb Vanth everyone will immediately yeah. know who he is you know what I mean I mean T uh Gene's guy is gonna be I know ever immortalized right. forever immortalized in Star Wars yeah and you know it's 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 so I just it's unfortunate it's it's because so, I liked I liked the character of Cardoon I like the idea of this like big strong mm -hmm. tough like brute of a woman Absolutely. who was who's like you know uh ba you know mm -hmm. and is going out like kicking down doors uh as an ex-imperial and was a survivor of alderaan it's a it's like she's like a cool character the shot of her in the final season of or the final episode of mandalorian when the it's like the girl squad is all together and the door opens and she's got her like huge uh you know blaster rifle right there it's such a cool shot and like there was so much potential for this character yeah. That it's now all it's now all tossed away. So that's kind of that's kind of a, a, where I think we can kind of leave just this um, with just Gina Carano now no longer part of of Star Wars. Yeah, and Mel's, hey, I, I want to say real quick though, r really quickly, I just hope folks can like learn from the experience and and that we can get, improve and get better. I mean, that's that's my th I'm, I'm I'm a teacher, and by spirit, I always want folks to learn from something, grow from it. Whatever I believe in forgiveness, second chances, the whole nine yards, all, all of it. Life is a journey. It's a race you have to run with patience, um, and you have to see it through all the way through. And so, you know, it's not. I don't know. I just, I just want to kind of emphasize that. You know, one of the one of the pickles I'm in sometimes as as an educator is I have students who walk in with uh, very very different views, different religious backgrounds, different walks of life, and so. I and you know I, I see you know one of uh, Gina's ar arguments was that like I need to speak loud and be be almost maybe do an extreme example to get my point across you know but there are better ways to do it and as a teacher I know I know that I can't wear a, a politically backed t-shirt to support all of my students in inclusion in a school system I'm I'm legally not allowed to do it you know um, 
that's that's my role. It's a it's a contract I signed and and things like that. You know, that's 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 the other thing too is what contract did you sign? What's in the language? Absolutely, that's the kind of stuff we don't know. And so I err on the side of just um, you know, let's. Yeah. It's unfortunate. The the facts are she's out. And then for you and I, we just talk. What's what's the story after this? You know, like right. like I love talking uh, escaping to a galaxy far far away and taking those themes, helping you know kind of amplify those themes for even adults to say, hey, let me, let me talk to my youngster about Luke Skywalker and something cool in this and this and, and teach teach them and show them something because it taught me a lot. And I hate when something like this distracts and takes us away from that, if that makes sense. All the good and the positive mm-hmm. vibes that come from Star Wars. And then you get this shift and it just sucks. Yeah. Uh, and so it that's does. where I'm at. And, and yeah, and, and clearly, and I'll, I'll, you know, we can enter this. Clearly what she said, I think, I think, you know, it's one thing. I mean, Mark Hamill is on the other side. And Mark Hamill is very, uh, you know, politically active on Twitter. But, I mean, what she did here, I mean, that crosses a line that Disney is just, I mean, if you're Disney, what are you supposed to do? You can't not, you know, I mean, you can't not, yeah. you can't not no, do yeah. something about it. So that's that's ultimately unfortunate. So, as uh, I guess the question now is, now that Gina Carano's gone, where do we go from here? Do we recast Cardoon, or does her story just fade away? Uh, yeah, I, I, I really don't think they're going to. Um, I think there'll be a line in The Mandalorian, and it'll probably come from, from Carl oh, Weathers. Damn, you know, oh, well, maybe. Saying somehow. Oh, that. Oh, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Instead of, instead of somehow Palpatine has returned, somehow Cara Dune has died. No, I don't know. I, I think they're just going to, it's just going to drift away. There might be one, you know, line by a character um, that, that mentions it, that explains it. A lot of folks, I mean, I think we have to remember too, a lot of folks don't go. I mean, I think everyone believes like everyone's informed on social media and should be active on it. A lot of folks are not. I mean, my sister's one of those folks that she she needs to go through her life and live her day her day in day out and right. just not focus on that. So I think for the uh, people who are just going to go watch it, because I know for a fact she's a show watcher, she's going to go watch it. Have no idea. Well, what happened to that 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 character? And you you might need a way to explain it, um, or just I don't know. Do you just push forward yeah. and not even ever mention it? Um, which shows have done, you know, I mean, that's that's something you can do, which is just it's sort of the elephant in the room. Right. And you just, you know, bulldoze on ahead and it's it's fine. But I don't know. What do you think is best? What do you think they should do? I don't think I. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to recast her. I do think which I do agree with you. I think there will be a line or two to say, like, well, she's off doing who knows whatever. Um, and 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 then, and then you just progress forward with that i mean now the question is i mean this is a pretty big it's a pretty big deal i mean uh potentially was going to get her own show like rangers of the new republic so i think her role in mandalorian was going to be even more diminished in the first place um not because of what she's doing on twitter but because they were going to transition her into this different show so um so, I mean, I think they'd already kind of planned on her not being as big a part of Mandalorian. So hopefully that doesn't slow down Mandalorian production. Um, and then, you know, I mean, the only the only thing I can, we can even kind of relate this to, not that it's at all the same, but was, you know, Carrie Fisher 
dying, right? Um, you know, that, okay, now we have to drastic, now we have to alter the story because we were going to use this character. Now we don't have this character in Cara Dune. What do we do? So, I mean, I think, I think Rangers of the New Republic is going to be, who knows what's going to happen with it now. I mean, I think they'll still do it, but you just, go forward with a different create a new character but i don't think she's going to be recast uh i um so i i'm with you i think there's going to be a line or two hey or you know here's what's going on with her and and then and then that's it i mean we've seen characters introduced that we think are a bigger deal and then they're not um you know, like dj right like i yeah here's he's a character you bring in for um the last jedi seems like he's going to be pretty important he's there that's it See you later. Hold. Wow. Hold the phone here. I mean, you needed someone who was like a marshal, right? Like a marshal, right? Out on the outer rim. Like, is, is Timothy Oliphant, like, ready to go? Is he ready to step up to be, like, a ranger, you know? I'm sure. A, gu a gunslinger, you know what I mean? Cobb Vanth. I mean, I don't think Timothy I, Oliphant... I don't think... I don't th I, he, I don't know that he's really in a lot of stuff right now. I'm just saying, let's say you're John Favreau and you're running this show and you're thinking like, okay, I really need to, I had a lot of stuff centered around this Marshall-like character who was going to go lay down the law, Western type of feel, uh, whatever. And that now that actress is gone and you have to replace the character, do you not go to, I mean, how do you bring somebody who's familiar and then build in a couple small rangers, you know what I mean, another small unit around him, would that not be something that they that they could do? I think that would be, like, let's, let's well, do it. Well, we already know that Timothy Oliphant can be the lead. I mean, Timothy, he's been the lead in a lot of, in a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. Deadwood comes to mind where, again, as, as I've talked oh. about that, but Deadwood before, Deadwood's amazing. Unreal. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's so good. <laughs> he's so phenomenal. Quite different than the Mandalorian. Uh, just so, just so you know, if you're like, oh, I'll right. go check out this Deadwood show. Uh, pretty, you know, it's, it's like Game of Thrones level drama. Um, yes. But you know he was the other show he was in that he, he was spending a lot of time on Santa Clara Diet um, or Santa Clarita uh, is it Clara I don't know it's the one yeah. where there's zombies it was on it was on yeah. Netflix anyway it got with um, him and uh, the girl uh, what's her name Drew Barrymore okay. uh, that show got that show got canceled so so it's kind of over he just he did the Deadwood movie. So I'm looking here. I don't really see a lot. I don't think he's really, I don't really think he's doing a lot. So yeah, I mean, he's in, he's, I think he's in two, it looks like he's in two films that are in kind of production right now. But other than that, is that he's not, he's not I tied mean, up in a big, he's not tied up in a big series like he was. I mean, he was in Justified. He's, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff, but it doesn't look like he's locked into any sort of big television series right now. And I'm just thinking a guy from Tatooine, you know what I mean? Right. Our characters like the whole series starts with, uh, you know, our main protagonist coming from the twin sons planet. Right. I just I think that would be kind of cool. He's already been the marshal. He's already been in the Mandalorian armor. He's given it up now. What has what has happened? Like, is the New Republic going to we don't really know exactly what happens to Tatooine. Do they come out and try to say, hey, Cobb, we need some law. Order. Yeah, we need some law and we order here. He has a backstory that hasn't been told yet. He, he's. There's so much you could do, and I think he was well received. Well received. Oh, abs oh, abs absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's it's it it's also so Star Wars like to be this sort of minor character you're written about, you know, minor character from a book, you know, whatever, 
And then, okay, he shows up in one episode of The Mandalorian, and then some stuff happens, and now we need somebody. Oh, I'm, I would, I'd be down. What you mean, kind of like like Boba Fett, right? A character exactly. That just yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you could have him have to hunt down Boba Fett, and he had the whole armor. There's so much stuff you could do with it. I'm, I, yeah, I'm for it. Have him, have him be, have have cut. Well, pull and actually you, slide if you're, slide Cobb Van Thin. I mean, if you're I mean, starting, I think the un, the un, the unfortunate thing is, I think Rangers. It seemed like was going to be like a female led show with Gina Carano. It seemed like it was going to be. Car Dune, and maybe we're going to get some more Bo Katan and stuff in there, and who, or who knows? But yeah. who knows now? Who knows what they're going to have to do now with that show now? Yeah, and so I don't know. You know, what I was thinking was that um, that uh, Bo Katan was going to be more of a like we're headed toward Din Djarin and, and her. We're going right. to like maybe maybe that comes to the surface a little bit more in 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 the Mandalorian, and then uh, the Book of Boba Fett is where I thought Cobb Vanth might actually show up again. But now I'm thinking, okay, that's coming first, so. Let's see him there. Maybe at some point during that, they drop a badge on him, right? Somebody pops out there, drops a badge on him, and he's the new lawman. And then you have time to kind of set up a Rangers. I get what you're saying. I would love for it to be female-led and all that kind of stuff. And I like that's that's what we're saying is is I did like the character Cara Dune very much. So you know what I mean. I very much like that mm-hmm. character, and I think a lot of people initially are rooting for that, going, "Ah, this is amazing. We have somebody who can just." I had a. Cardoon, I bought a Cardoon Funko Pop. Now what do I do with it? Right, it's why we keep saying the the, the word is unfortunate. I mean, it, right. it's just totally unfortunate. But how do you, from a writing standpoint, salvage it, or or how do you turn it into something different? You look for characters that you have. You know what I mean? Who could be a ranger? Who could like? What does that even mean? What mean. What, what is that position? You know what I mean? I I think it's people on the frontier. So in in the High Republic, in the book series, they're showing us that the New Republic, as it was expanding its its uh, its control, was pushing to the frontier. Jedi were going to the frontier, and it sounds very kind of like 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 old westerns, you know, going out yeah. west, going to the frontier, and then pushing, expanding, and stuff. So if you have a ranger, okay, like like is that someone who's a, a, I think of a lawman, I think of a you know a right. law person, kind of rolling around the galaxy doing. You know, lawman stuff. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I just get get Grogu, get Grogu a little sheriff badge. Oh okay? my god! <laughs> I want, I want, I want well, to see Grogu with a little sheriff badge. The crazy thing, I was thinking, you 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 brought up like, um, so if it's not Cara Dune, like, like if you bring in Cobb Vanth first, like then could you bring in like a, a Sasha Sasha Banks, right? A Mercedes. Yeah, I always for, like, I always forget her. I always forget her her character name. It's something. It's like something really cool. Yeah. Um. I just think it'd be. I think it'd be uh, kind of cool. Casca, Casca, Gree, Casca, right? Something like that. Casca, yeah, yeah. Casca, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, roll that character up and maybe. Casca Reeves, yeah. Is there something that that she could do? Um, you know what I mean? Or, or even just introduce us to someone new around Cobb Vanth, right. and let's go from there. It. They might scrap the show. Yeah, they might. I mean, really. If it's not going to yeah. work, they, they 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 might. So I don't know. Who knows? Unless they, unless it was she was never supposed to be part of it. We don't know. Technically, because she could. Uh, that was just that was the bit. There were big rumors about it. We have no idea. We have no idea. I mean, I trust I trust Dave Filoni and John Favreau. I hundred uh, percent. So I'm sure they will. I'm sh- I'm sure I'm sure they will do something just fine. So yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. So I think uh, that's it for Mandalorian stuff today. Um. We do have some. Uh, 
transmissions to get to here as well as some YouTube comments. So let's roll into a little bit here as some um, we're, we're we guess we got some YouTube comments here. I think I think you've uh, are you already did you already do this one? Aku Amelia. Yeah. Yeah. Just to yeah, shout out again. Yeah. yeah. Shout out right. top of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks okay. so much again. All right. Well, OK, so let's switch gears and let's talk about the high republic. So uh, the new book is out into the dark. Um, you and I have have both been have both been reading through it as well as the comics. Now, we actually did a big sort of Patreon plow through of all of the comics that are out right now. Um, some pretty crazy stuff's actually going on in the books. The books, I feel like so far have been a little slow to start. Um, now, hold, let me. They get this with this one book in, into the dark. It gets. I'm, I think yeah. I'm a little bit further ahead. Hold on, hold on. Well, yeah. Well, it I'm just, I'm just like, talking about. I'm just talking about. You know, well, Light of the Jedi and right, and then hey, two but out of three is not bad. Yeah, and, but but the comics have been like kick have been yeah sure nailing them out of nailing yeah. out of the out of the park. Yep. Okay, yep. there's two there's two comic series. There is the High Republic and there's the High Republic Adventures. So the High Republic is done by Marvel. High Republic Adventures is been done by some comic book company I'm totally unfamiliar with. But that one has Yoda in his prime and he's got like seven Padawans with him. Yes. And it is pretty sweet. So everyone should check out check out both comics and we did a huge Patreon breakdown of it. But um, we have some YouTube comments here as spoilers let's ahead, and, by the way, for yeah, total um, spoilers for any really any high high Republic stuff. Right. Yep. Um, so this one and I think he, we have maybe one or two more from uh, this person. So this com- comes from Cody Honey, who says, do you guys feel like Martian Rowe is a Sith? So Martian Rowe as is. All right, guys. Major spoilers here. I'm even going to drop something <laughs> on Matt that I don't know that he's got to this part yet. <laughs> so, like, that's why I was telling you, like, hold your horses on that new book, that that, Cla- that Claudia Gray book. So, Martian Rowe. Uh, again, we're set a couple hundred years before the events of Episode 1. Phantom Menace were back during the, age, the golden age of the High Republic, right? And Jedi are out there on the frontier, expanding. We've got Starlight Beacon. It's this space station on the frontier. Awesome stuff. Now... Martian Rowe and his group, the Nihil, have messed with, they are disrupting hyperspace. A major, a great disaster, as they call it in the books, a great disaster has struck on the frontier. They shut down all hyperspace travel because, like I said, major spoilers, um, Martian is cutting across hyperspace lanes. He is traveling opposite of starships in in hyperspace and he's trying to draw we don't know why but he's trying to draw jedi to the frontier at volume now what lunatic would want to draw the most powerful beings kind of right in the galaxy towards his organization what does he want and it was a trap it's a trap it always is Mm -hmm. akbar's always been right okay and he captures one, and he has, we talked about one of our video. the video we're referencing here is, is a Martian Rowe video where in which he is holding a rod of some kind that has markings, uh, uh, some, some type of ancient markings. It's glowing, 
purple Loden Great Storm a Jedi is captured and his force abilities are diminished greatly. Why? Because Martian Roe was trained by his grandmother who knew how to imprison a Jedi. Now, who would know how to do something like that, right? So I just don't think we're being told everything about Martian. Again, it's first it was the first book. Yeah, we're not going to be told diddly squat. I mean, it's this is a kind of read and find out, which is what I love about a book series. So we're left to kind of speculate who is this guy? What is he doing? Um, now, in our new book series, or in our new book, um, Into Dark, Into the Dark, is that what it's called? I think it's Into the Dark, mm -hmm. right? Uh, by Claudia Gray. A Padawan named Wreath Silas goes on a mission, and he comes across an ancient space station. <laughs> Major spoilers here, guys. You know, to answer, to answer the question in full, you want me to answer the question in full? Here it is, okay? He goes to an ancient space station. They come across these statues, which, by the way, look into these statues because I think they show up in the main series. or some, I'm not really sure. But they, they have to conduct an ancient ritual to bind force energy and spirits and beings into these statues. It's pretty crazy. But the Padawan brings up something from the archives. He looks into um, objects and relics that kind of either can amplify the force, that can possess a soul, hold uh, holds uh, like a like essence, and objects and objects, Matt, that can dampen or negate the force. Mm -hmm. What? So I mean, again, I said it before. Using Vong level stuff. If you ever read the legends, and when the Jedi went to attack them, the there was a void. I mean, one of the best things about the Old Republic is that you had figured out some on the Sith homeworld rituals and things and things where in which like there was a void created in the Force when they went to certain Sith planets, and you're like, what's going on here? The Force is not attainable. I can't touch it. I can't tap into it. I cannot use it. And I kind of think that's what was happening to Loden. Whatever object Martian Roe has, I think, again, I haven't finished Into the Dark. So whatever um, Wreath Silas is explaining in that book, boom, I think something's happening. And again, this is all the reason why I want to have a nice kind of book club with some of our, our patrons to talk more in detail about this and get, and get uh, some of their thoughts on this. Because I know a lot of folks, let's be honest, a lot of folks haven't read this, and that's okay. So I'm, I, you know, I apologize. Um, I know some of you are just going to be like, what are you guys even talking? Who are these characters, right? It's the High Republic, big new push, lots of comic books and the books. It's going to be a deal for a while. It's going to be around. It's your Star Wars content. You're going to have the Bad Batch. You're going to have different things. So Matt and I decided, look, regardless of what people really think about it, we cover all things Star Wars. So mm -hmm. we're, we're diving into it. And uh, yeah, that's where we're at. It's true. Now, remember, that's kind of be seems like. In, I'm looking here because I know we in the comic we just read, you have a situation also where Master Skier is a transdosian. Like yeah, right. Feeling. Remember, uh, remember they're they're in the room with the gas. This is the second um, this issue. Is the second issue of the just High Republic. Um, it's with Creve Trennis. Yes, and um, and and. Uh, Master Skier, remember that guy drops down and he's 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 like, how was I not able to sense him? That's right, right? Yes. And then also in a slightly different fashion, but the junior novel, um, Test of Courage. Remember, Imri 
he's like, I can't, I can't use the force anymore. So, and uh-huh. they're dealing with Nihil there too. So they are. It seems like that is becoming that is gonna be the the story here. That that that's how that's how we're gonna fight them. Is the Nihil have some have figured out some way to sort of disrupt or or cause issues with Jedi and their ability to to communicate with the Force. Exactly, a Force dampening thing or a Force void. Uh, I go back to mm-hmm. Thrawn and the Yislamari. And it creating kind of a force repellent, uh, essentially. If a Jedi approached Thrawn and he was wearing a Yislamari, uh, this kind of you know um, reptilian-like lizard creature, um, it would the, the the Jedi could not use the force uh, against Thrawn. Um, it just came down to hand-to-hand combat or, or or whatever, you know. So it does seem that way. And I'll remind you that the um, Nihil, what we learned, we looked up the word Nihil, and in Latin it means nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. And so you think of like an, uh, nothing, void, whatever. Um, yeah, so the Force, I, don't, I think there's some type of connection there, and it's really interesting. So I love this question. Uh, you know, Matt was pulling up the YouTube comments, and, and he found, he's, he literally turned to me before the show, and he said, is Martian Rowe a Sith? And I cannot answer that. I don't think he is. Okay, so I just said I can't answer it, and I just did. Whatever, guys. Um, I don't. I, I don't think he is. Um, I guess I can't fully answer it because we don't know the whole details, right? Read and find out. But I, he does have some sort of knowledge. I kind of believe his family is connected to the Jedi in some way, uh, because he realizes that not only to imprison Loden, um, he has to have kind of negative, sorrowful. Uh, energy around him as well. So he has a device, but at the same time, he has prisoners who are being tortured, and it, and it kind of dampens and hurts Loden's spirit, and he's unable to touch the light side as easily. He does touch it, and he does force push Martian back, but not in a way in which he, he should have been able to knock him out. He should have mm-hmm. been able to do much more with the force, and he's not able to. Um, and then you just go to the glowing rod. It's He's cast in... He's, um, uh, yeah, Loden is like he has green skin and it's just this whole everything. He's bathed in purple light, this ominous purple light that's radiating from this rod. And so to me, I was just I was telling Matt, you know, at the end, I'm just like, this is crazy. And then you had um, you have another Jedi master, um, Elzar Mann, right? He and Avar Chris maybe had kind of a, like a romantic relationship and people are really pushing for that. They think that's kind of cool. Uh, and, and he has a vision in the force that is it's like the worst fear a jedi could kind of you know it's i don't know it's something the jedi are going to face that is they've never faced before and as a group as a whole and i think it's something to do with the force i mean that's what they keep saying is that uh this is going to be a a battle for the force or that they can't use it or or they're going to i don't know I, i don't know exactly where this is going but it's force related it's exploring the nature of the force the dark side and the light side and I mean, it has to be because you're focused majorly on the Jedi. And right now, the Nihil seem kind of like, oh, they're just this group of people on the frontier. But Martian Rowe has a very mysterious background. And I think he's building them up to be something very significant, a very big deal. The reason we don't know about them now is the Jedi had to mount an offensive, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here. And they had to squash them pretty severely. Uh, in a way that they didn't anticipate. So a lot of times, and one more thing too, in this, in, in both books, 
when a Jedi has to take a life, it seems way more significant. They are way more in tune with like all beings, right? I mean, Avar Chris talking to Master Skier saying that like, even though they're, they're Nihil uh, and he's very upset about the, the, the loss of Master uh, Molly, he is, he, like, he, he takes a life and he, he calls them, I forget what the name, the, the word that he uses to describe the Nihil, monsters, I think. And Avar reminds him that they're beings, right? And so they're kind of mm -hmm. struggling with like, if we have to go on war level, kind of like Clone Wars stuff, this group of Jedi is not even close to wanting to even, they put them in the same situation that you put Master Yoda and, and, the, and his current and his council in one, two, and three, this group of Jedi would never even consider it. There might be one or two, but as a whole, they're very much against killing individuals. You know what I mean? They're all about right. saving and preserving life. So it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Um, I, yeah, I don't, so is he ultimately, I guess from my, my viewpoint, is he a Sith? No, I think, I think there, I think the Nihil is something different. Um, I think that whoever the Sith are that are out there currently might, one of them might be a Nihil and then become a Sith. Um, but I I don't I, I I don't I don't think that he is now. Keep in mind also as um in the Clone Wars, remember season seven of the Clone Wars, Maul is put into at the very end, right when they capture Maul. Remember he's in that sort of imprisonment, which prevents him from using the Force. Oh yeah, the 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 Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. Yes. So yes. it it is it is something. Hey, maybe that. You know, Dave Filoni, that they were all, oh, hey, I'll, I'll do this as sort of a little, yes. a little tie in too. I like that. Good, good connection, man. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, moving on here, this is some comments. Again, we're going to keep talking about Marcian Rowe here. Um, just, we got a lot of comments on a video we did. So we did one, um, called who is Marcian Rowe? What is he holding the higher public? So this is just a lot of people's response, um, responses to this. So, um, Raphael uh, says, when Roe used the object on the Jedi, I believe it took over his mind and used his connection to the Force to broadcast the image the Jedi in Garden of Starlight Beacon witnessed. I believe the object allows one to use the person's connection to the Force to do many things. He may not be Sith, but if you can broadcast fear and pain, as um, he mentions in the middle of a fight, you can cripple the Jedi um, and the and the Nihil could overcome. This is just my thought. I like that. No, I so like that that that, um, that 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 what he's holding is actually could, allows you to basically have control over them, not just prevent them from using power. Yeah, and actually, that's really interesting because what? Yeah, that 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 individual is saying is that when that's used, maybe at the same time across the galaxy in a different a different portion of it is when Elzar Man has hit. Maybe the, that's a simultaneous thing. He has a vision when Martian uses the artifact yes. or whatever. Now, wow, take that into in, into the dark when they're having visions or whatever. Is that because Martian is using this thing? You know what I mean? Like we start to kind of across books, maybe put some of these pieces together. Yeah. So. Um, okay, got another one here. Uh... 
It says big fan of Marcia. Uh, this is from uh, Preston Wood. Uh, he says a big fan of Marcia Monroe and the Nihil. The uncertainty of the villains and struggle between them was so intriguing throughout the book. Talking about Light of the Jedi. Um, and Marsha and Roe taking the golden lightsaber at the end. Great ending. Uh, excited for the next book and um, loaded in Great Storm to hopefully be rescued and given a robotic leg or something. Also hope Marsha has some kind of Sith connection with Darth Tenebris and Darth Plagueis in hiding or running, uh, or running the unknown regions on Exegol. I mean, that's a great comment because this is the time, if you wanted to take the Darth Plagueis book... You know, the old book and people are like, is it canon? Is it not? What are they going to what are they saying? What are they doing about it? It's not. I mean, they they it's not something that was written under um, the Dis Disney's ownership. So they're going to rewrite that and they're going to rework it into their story. And they're also, again, working on that Disney Plus um, series, the Acolyte. the Acolyte. Right. So I would love for them to keep these characters, uh, Darth Tenebris. Right. I think that would be fantastic if they did and to weave them into this series. I think, again, that's one of those things where I said, um, I think it was a live stream or maybe it was the last podcast where I said, you need kind of this tie-in, like, like a Master Yoda, right, who is in this series that ties us strongly to it. Um, it feels disconnected if you just have all brand new characters. But when you have one who is 900 years old by the time of Empire Strikes Back, well, you can go back, you know, several hundred years, and we know who that character is. We know where he goes. So it feels attached more so to our main series than it would if he were not in it so if you now throw in a legends character or whatever you want to call it uh darth tenebris and you start making connections to Plagueis and the acolytes and the rule of two well here we go now i'm starting to feel like this is more connected and and stuff i think it gives more more buy-in and it opens it up for for other people so yeah yeah it would be it would be cool let's let's i mean they th right now they the old republic and all that stuff that stuff it, is not is not canon so they can do whatever they want they, as far as they want disney's concerned this can be the start of star wars right i mean because all that old stuff as much as we love it isn't necessarily canon anymore um so you know one of the things that I think is ultimately going to come from this whole High Republic thing is, is I do think that maybe the Nihil will become, will transfer into the Sith. It's possible. Because Yoda, remember, when, when Qui-Gon goes in episode one and he said, I think the Sith are back, Mace Windu's like, we'd know if they were. Mm -hmm. right? Not that Mace Windu's around fighting them, but... Yoda in the Count Dooku book, which you and I just covered on Patreon, um, even he is like, um, uh, God, I'm now blanking on blanking on it. Count Dooku yeah. is saying, I think the Sith are back. And Yoda in that is very adamant, no, they're not. They have been defeated. Is it because Yoda and Abar Chris yeah. and all and Skier and mm -hmm. Kreev Trennis and all these people fought together against maybe the Nihil or the Sith as yeah. they're kind of viewing themselves in some big war? Because Starlight Beacon doesn't really, you know, it, it's not around anymore. Um, and so Yoda's like, oh no, we, they have been destroyed. They have been well, defeated. And here's the thing I, I know when you get down to the specifics of it and you say, well, it was said that the Sith have been, you know, gone for a millennia or whatever. Well, we know they right. haven't. I mean, we know they're there right in front of them. And we know that this rule of two has been going on. And back in the day, it was Darth Bane who set up the rule of two. The Sith, the old days of the Sith academies were gone. He destroyed the Sith and, again, had an apprentice and they moved forward in secret. And they may have had other acolytes and, and people around them. But 
um, is, is, I mean, look at like how much in the Count Dooku Jedi Lost book and in Master and Apprentice do the Jedi try to hide Sith relics and Sith artifact, you know, things, uh, uh, their culture, their, their teachings, it's hidden. And they don't want people to know about it. They don't. They think that focusing on it will bring it to light and will bring it back. So it wouldn't surprise me, you know, it, basically kind of like Obi-Wan, right, in episode four. Um, it was, it, was he lying to Luke or was it just true from a certain point of view? Um, is Yoda and Mace Windu, are they lying to us about the Sith? Uh, or is it kind of true, but there's more to it than, you know, it just depends on how you look at it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, logically speaking, the galaxy is far too big for there not to be more than two Sith at any point in time. It's just, it's just yeah, dark side users. Yes, it's right. It's right. It's just, it's just impossible. I mean, even I'm sure there are. I'm just like, just like you look at well on Jedi, you have people who believe in the Force and stuff like that, but they're not Jedi, right? Um, in this new High Republic comic, the High Republic Adventures, uh, the whoever the new character is, she's basically a Jedi, right? And right. Uh, that that girl who's using the force and That's all this right. stuff. So she's probably going to get picked up and go trained. To and her people don't believe you should use the force. And right. She's in and so she's. With them. Yeah. It seems like she's probably going to go become uh, become a Jedi. So, um, you certainly have that. And then also, if there's no Sith around, then why is everyone so concerned about people falling to the dark side? Yeah. Is it that they're actually just concerned that they'll you go to the dark side? Because what's the worst that's going to happen? It's not like yeah. what are they going to do? Become what are they going to become Sith? This thing that hasn't existed for thousands of years. How would anybody even know how to do that? Oh, it's because they're out there and they don't. They right. know that they're out there. Yeah, Korriban and in different places. Like yes, I think they do know that there are. I don't think the Jedi are foolish enough to think they're one hundred percent extinguished. I mean, that's the whole point though of Darth Bane was was to say, as far as Sith lords. Right, we're gonna have a Sith Lord and his apprentice, and that's it. Now, are there other like even in the Darth Plagueis series, they kind of go back a few masters, and even with Tenebris and Plagueis, and you figure out that like, okay, if Plagueis can't step up and take on uh, and kill his master Darth Tenebris and take his place, well, then someone else will. And master will kill apprentice. There will come a point where that's a rite of passage. And before that, it was much different. Again, so you've got different creeds, different you know belief systems or whatever. It's the it's the the doctrine and the um, sort of the system of the Sith that is always been in opposition to the Jedi. It's a belief system that uses the dark side of the Force that will oppose the Jedi. I think you're totally right. There are other dark side users and you can have a fallen Jedi. I'll give you an example. In the Jedi Apprentice series, Qui-Gon, uh, this is back in the old legends. I always go to this series. People are probably sick of me here. Dar- Qui-Gon had an apprentice who fell to the dark side. Xantos was his name. All right. And was he a Sith? No. He was a fallen Jedi. He was, he was again, they, they sometimes talk about the fallen. He wasn't one of those, but he was one who had lost his way and just went to some remote planet all by himself. He wasn't, you know, he was just doing his own thing, trying to get power and stuff like that. He didn't join a Sith faction and a group and organization and worship the dark side. He just used it and was a dark side user. So, but I, yeah, you're, you're totally right. So that's where you get into like Martian Rowe. Is he, is he following a Sith 
prescribed doctor? And is he one of the acolytes? Are we going to find out here? Here's the big question. This is a really good question because there is a current at the time of the light of the Jedi. There is a Sith Lord undercover. Correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. There is. Even if you go back to Legends time, even with Darth Bane, they don't tell us all of the masters, all of the dark side masters, but it is a line that is passed down. There were always two. Well, How does Yoda as, know that, by the way? How does Yoda know that? Only two yeah. there are. Why? Because yeah. he's been around. <laughs> well, at, at, as, at any point in Star Wars, <laughs> is there actually only ever two Sith? During the Clone Wars, you have, okay, you got Palpatine, you know. Right. Right. At, sitting there at the top, you've got his apprentice, Count Dooku, who has his apprentice, Ashaj Ventress. Right. You have Grievous, who's not really a Sith, but he is kind of in a way. He's kind of he's kind of sitting over here too, whatever. Right, okay, right. You have Anakin becoming one, and then you have Maul, who's still out there. Yes. And then he has his apprentice in Savage Opress. And, 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 and you're like, saying only two there are. <laughs> well, there has to be like there's eight. So I mean, you, know, Yoda, you gotta learn how to count, man. But, when Palpatine dies, you got Palpatine. He's still out <laughs> out there in Exegol. And then Kylo Ren comes. Then you got the Knights of Ren. It's like, who are they? Are is he training them to become Sith? I mean, who even knows anymore? I <laughs> uh, dude, that's really good. Point. <laughs> that's a really good point. So yeah, it's just um, yeah, that's a great point. And actually, even I mean, in the during Darth Clone Wars, there's at least five. Right. If you right. if you ex if you exclude Grievous because he's yeah. kind of a robot. No, because you have you have Palpatine, Dooku. You have Maul, who is yep. well. He's not really a Sith anymore. Well, he's well, he Sith. was. A Sith he has a red. He has. He has a red lightsaber. He's a Sith. right. Okay. Yeah. He has his, and he has he has his apprentice, and then you have Asajj Ventress, right? Right. I'm sure exactly. there's more. Exactly. And the other thing is, let's say. Oh, during, well, there's who's the guy? Who's the guy in Jedi Fallen Order that you fight? He's canon. He's totally a Sith. He's got a red lightsaber. The guy you fight in that game. Okay. Yeah. I I, I didn't finish the game, but. I believe. I gotta, let me look him up. He's totally he's totally a Sith. Well, and you look at Vader and Palpatine. They're Sith lords, but what do they call the, the Inquisitors? Right. So that's where you gotta make yeah, the distinction. Yeah, they're Sith. Okay, I mean, come on now. They're Sith. Yeah. No, but I I get it. It's like they're trying to keep that established kind of like were these two. You know, I'm the Sith lord. Sith, and this is my Sith side, apprentice. Right. You know that kind of thing. Um. But what I'm saying is, is during the time, you know, Darth Bane is set probably a thousand years prior to episode one. Uh, it's when he kind of comes to power. The whole rule of two kind of begins. Um, okay, so Yoda's heard about that. But flash forward six or seven hundred, eight hundred years to the time of the New Republic. Or I'm sorry, the I'm sorry, uh, the High Republic, excuse me. And they are there's someone in the Darth Bane line who is going to continue, who is going to train Palpatine's master. Like, who was Palpatine's master? Is it Plagueis? Okay, fine. Then was Plagueis' master Tenebris? Fine. Tenebris, who was his master and his master and so on. And you keep going back. The line has to continue. The Sith cannot just... No one goes in and just finds a Sith holocron and says, now I'm the Sith Lord. I mean, maybe if they want to do Taron that... Taron Mal Malakos. Malakos is his name. Okay. He's got two... Right. He's got. He, he was a Jedi. Now he has two red lightsabers. That sounds like a Sith to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. You can call it what you want. Call it what you but want. But he said, yeah. but he says, I'm no longer a Jedi. He has red lightsabers. That's all me, I need. Let me remind you of something. Here's a let. Here's a deep legends cut for you guys. Okay. So in the Fate of the Jedi series, during the time that Master Yoda 
and this is back you take to go back before Disney purchased it. During that time, Master Yoda says, you know, always two, right? A master and an apprentice. Okay. At that time, as far as Master Yoda knew, that was it. Well, we find out years later with Luke, Luke, Master Skywalker, Grand Master Skywalker, the Sith are all over the place. I mean, you've got ancient Sith at Yavin. You've got a whole planet of lost Sith, the lost tribe of the Sith who come back and help Luke and the Jedi fight off Abeloth, you know, one of the Mortis level gods. I mean, it's just insane. It's insane. I mean, I mean, look at this too. All right. So in Jedi Fallen Order, you have, I mean, let's just say here, because it seems like anytime we ever That's need canon. to create some, any, it is canon. Anytime we ever need to create somebody new, it's always, well, he's a Jedi who survived Order 66. Well, okay. The entire game is Jedi who survived Order 66. Cal Kestis, uh, I forget his name, but his now new master, uh, I, I, yeah. uh, the, the girl, right? Her apprentice, who's now a Sith. And then this guy, uh, I forget, Tarn Malakos, he survived Order 66 only to become a dark side guy while he's hanging on Dathomir. So if all these, if, if, if literally Holy hundreds, cow, that guy was hanging out on <laughs> Dathomir? <laughs> what yeah. in the... If hundreds of Jedi oh. can survive Order 66 for whatever story purposes we need them to, how is it? How is it that there's not hundreds of Sith out there as well? Again, again, exactly. Okay, again, and during if you read the Darth Bane trilogy, I I highly encourage folks. It's an old legend series to go read that. There was literally a Sith versus Jedi war going on. Mm -hmm. There were. Sith left dying on the battlefield. Some of them probably survived and crawled away to huts. And then the main group goes on. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you're saying, which is like, it's it's a large galaxy. And is again, that's why it. What Yoda says is true from a certain point of view. His point of right. view. What far as he knows, as far as the council knows, Star Killer. Are we gonna see him? Is he? Is I mean, if they if they bring if they bring um. Katie Sackoff to go play uh <laughs> uh what's her name? Bo Katan in yeah. live action. How are they not how are they not having Sam Whitworth play Star Killer? I think it'd be sick. There's another Sith trained by Vader. I mean Right, right. And that's actually a really good example of what the Sith were doing. You had the current Sith Lord, Emperor Palpatine, right? Darth Sidious, and then you have Darth Vader, his apprentice. Now that's that's the whole point is Palpatine's got he's went through several apprentices, right? He's the overarching Sith Lord. He had Maul, then he had uh, Darth Tenebris, right? He's got Count Dooku, and then he's got Anakin, and then he was working towards young Luke Skywalker. That's who he yeah. wanted next. You know what I mean? Four apprentices? Yeah, again, it's just, just me and you, and you're going to help me rule the galaxy. Uh, but Vader said, I have other plans. And then he started yeah. with, he started with Star, uh, start, uh, Galen Mark. Galen Mark, yes. And, be, then, and then who codenamed Starkiller, then Starkiller, cloned yeah. becomes Doesn't work, clones, doesn't clones work. Yeah. And then in Empire, right, he sees his son strong in the ways of the Force. Right. All right. The Force is with him. He's powerful. You know, join me and together, right, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Yeah. Shout out to Rule the Galaxy Pod. Yeah. Shout out to them. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. <laughs> They want they uh, they they reach out to us. They wanted another collaboration. Yeah, we I think we're gonna collaborate with them, Mike. Yeah, yeah, uh, I love to. 100%, I don't think we picked a date yet, but we are hundred percent down because they are yeah. super fun to talk to.
Um, okay, Ez, so that is it for YouTube comments here. Um, so let's dive in. I think we have a transmission here. Uh, yes, we do. Yes, um, th yes, we do. Okay, we have one from uh, Sarah I Skywalker. On, I have one on Solo. Facebook as well, so don't let me. I'm going to pull that one up while you get that one. Yeah, you pull that one up. I'll go ahead and read this one. Yeah, so uh, Lady Sarah, uh, Sarah Skywalker Solo, the Unraveler. So folks will know her from our Bend the Knee podcast, one of our bannermen. Uh, fantastic. So here we go. Transmission. Was Padme's life, was Padme's life force taken by Palpatine for Vader? Hello, good sirs. Uh... Jedi's, <laughs> this is my first transmission. Do you think Darth Sidious Palpatine is the true reason Padme dies uh, before Vader comes to life? Uh, wow, in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Mr. Lucas has stated Padme died of heartbreak. I think either way works. It's interesting that so many people want to die on the, quote, Padme slash Palpatine hill. Uh, fictional or not, childbirth, late pregnancy is gnarly business. And... Uh, add some outer space evil Sith Lords and a lover who is about to look like a crispy fried Lieutenant Dan. Well, there's a uh, there are a few reasons as to why Palpatine most likely didn't take Padme's life for Vader's. He was busy fighting the ultimate Jedi, Yoda. He may have had eyes on Mustafar as Anakin and Obi-Wan fought. He did sense Lord Vader was in danger, but again, he was pretty busy. I am, however, 1,000% sure he had uh, that he had ever-evolving plans for her in the long run. His biggest flex is acting as though he is actively planning in the present. For example, he tells Anakin to leave Obi-Wan after the Count Dooku assassination. Obi's suffering may be a mild concussion, but Palpatine tells Anakin that there is no time to save him. Um, okay, paramedic Palpatine, we know he has been calculating his desired outcome meticulously from the start. Isolation is one of his sharpest tools, and he chipped away at Anakin with it. He would never be able to pull him away from Obi or Padme, not completely. When isolation was not working, uh, when... When isolation was not working hard and fast enough for him, he went with assassination. Obi-Wan would die with Order 66 and Padme, question mark, what to do with her at this point? And at the tail end of her pregnancy, I think he was hoping she'd go dark for Anakin, totally give in. Having both Anakin and Padme in dark union would make him all the more powerful and influential. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, although I believe his need for Anakin was much greater than to make him a fellow dark leader. Um, I believe he would have had plans for their children had Obi not gotten rid of her, uh, or not gotten her off of Mustafar in time and faked their deaths as well. As much of a plotter as he is, Sidious thinks, uh, fantastically on his feet. Let her die or let her turn either way vader and possibly his children would be his um wow and definitely uh i'll i'll be getting into why i think sidious wanted um anakin close to him in my next transmission okay back to padme's actual death the point i'm 
hopefully trying to make here is that Padme would have been plotting uh, on what to do with 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 Padme from day one. Uh, they are both on Naboo, so naturally he's he's uh, known of this beautiful royal warrior since her birth. He schemed to kill her at the beginning of um, Revenge of the Sith, only to suggest Anakin to protect her. Odd. Would he eventually try to work his darkness towards Padme in the same vein as Anakin? Everyone saw her pregnancy develop, though few knew who the father was. Palpatine most definitely had to, especially knowing Anakin's fearful visions. Could he have turned Padme to the dark side with his seeds of fear as well? Obviously, no, Padme is just built differently. Uh, she'd never go dark, not even for Anakin. Her ultimate heartbreak was not being able to bring Anakin back to the light, even though she knew it was still there. How sad for her to see light in him still when he could not see it himself. The pad, uh, the quote, Padme big sad theory kind of sucks as well as the quote, uh, Palpatine killed Padme from afar, end quote. The poor woman was in a state of crisis at the end of her life in literal survival mode. She knew all too well. Uh, she had just found out that the love of her life was an evil Jedi baby killer, uh, got force choked by him, and then was left on the ground for the droids to care for while he played lightsabers with his ex-BFF. That is a lot for one person, fictional or not, to go through in a span of like, I don't know, 24 hours, especially at 99.9% .9 months pregnant. Uh, she used every ounce of hope left within her to have Luke and Leia. Once she was back on the ship, she was clearly fading in and out of life. As her last breath becomes Vader's, first we truly see the poetry that is Star Wars. Padme and Anakin, born a queen and a slave, were connected indefinitely and inherently. The nurse droid mentions Padme had no issues, issues causing her to die, but I think we forgot how much trauma and shock she went through in the last few days slash hours of her life. Anakin's turn to the dark side was not a path meant for her to join. When fans say she's too strong to die of heartbreak uh, or would never leave the twins over a heartbroken or a broken heart, uh, need to step back and think about those statements for a minute. Her dying of heartbreak during childbirth does not negate how strong she was or how intellectual she was. She died from shock, loss, and trauma while giving birth, a reality some unfortunately know. These things simply cannot be read on a machine and uh, translated by a droid. We watch the heavenly connection between her and Anakin die as she drew her last breath, leaving Anakin to journey into the hell that is Darth Vader alone. Padme gave the ultimate gift of light in those last moments, a healthy birth, Luke and Leia. That is enough for me. Curious to know what you guys think about this one. Uh, keep that high ground now. Sarah Skywalker Solo, <laughs> the Unraveler. Wow. Yeah. All I can think about is a crispy fried Lieutenant Dan. Wow. Palpatine. <laughs> you missed the whole point, Matt. I missed the whole uh, point because I was, I was just I was locked in and I was 
I was launching Here's Your Ice Cream, a Lieutenant Dan podcast. Oh, um, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, uh, no, I, it's great. It's thank you, lady, uh, thank you, lady Sarah, uh, for this incredibly long, uh, well thought out. She always does very well thought out uh, uh, tra- transmissions. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, what do you, what do you yeah. think, guys? I want to hear your thoughts first. Well, I mean, so, I, yeah, I think she, she's right. I mean, that it's um, it's not <laughs> – it's due to her strength. It's due to her strength and her, her, her willpower to hold out uh, and to believe in the light that is there and subconsciously know that it's these children. I mean, whether she states that or not, that this – she is literally birthing light into the world and that it is still, there's still good in him, right? She says that to, to, to Obi-Wan. Um, yes, she's heartbroken. Um, but yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot for one individual to take in 24 hours to see the love of your life turn to the dark side and become Darth Vader. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think and it's not right. just that, too. It's not just that, too. I mean, think about, um, you know, once uh, uh, for take take him for a grain of salt pablo hidalgo right did that breakdown of the uh of the timeline right of the of the events of revenge of the sith i mean she it over the course of what is really like a week all all of these events all of these events are happening i mean you're talking about the end of the clone wars um the end of democracy as she so poetically as she so poetically says, everything that's going on with Anakin, did Anakin kill all these younglings? What's going on? And then being choked and everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot of stuff happening. Emotions are high and, and weighted and everything, everything going on um, all, all at once in this, in, 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 in this moment. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I agree too. I do think, I do think as she is, I think that is part of it too. Is she, these children too. She feels the good in them. And that causes her to also believe that there is good in Anakin. Yeah. And again, I, I like the line where she said that, um, really a droid, a readout cannot explain what she went through and you can't summarize why, she, why her life is failing. Really. It, 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 it cannot. We all saw why, you know what I mean? We're not going to simplify it into one little, let a droid tell, we saw it. We know, um, why she's suffering so much and how much trauma that is. And, and what that what that took yeah so i mean now i did i mean again another thing i liked about it was was palpatine planning you know did he know he totally knew right he told to save the ones that you love uh whether it was his mother or padme palpatine knew that was a way to manipulate anakin he also knows that i don't care what my my apprentice does he wants to have a wife and children let him have you know what i mean i'll take those strong force sensitive children yeah you know what I mean? That, or well, then he also then has leverage because, well, because he knows he he thinks he is more powerful than Anakin, right? Yeah. Um, and so he he believes he could use. I'm sure he would believe that he could use that as leverage against him. Sure. Well, I'll sure. kill them. So you have to do whatever, do whatever, do whatever I say. Right. Remember, Palpatine to- also Palpatine also has the. It's not just that at that moment he is, um, force powerful he is also politically he has a lot of political leverage uh you know as 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 well but i could anakin take could anakin at that moment if in the clearest of mind especially if he had to do it to say protect padme 
could he take Palpatine? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely, he could have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, like, like yeah. no, no problem. <laughs> um, but like, like here, here's the thing: you you think about a, a nice kind of what if here. I mean, let's say that he doesn't wear the suit, Anakin doesn't have to. You know, he doesn't fight with Obi Wan. Something else. Order sixty six works. It works. Obi Wan is killed. Yoda is killed. The Jedi are killed through Order Order sixty six. Well, then you have a guy. Who he can tell whatever tale he wants. Obi Wan's not showing up to tell Padme that he killed younglings. He and his master will work in secret. And what he holds over Anakin at that point would be his dark side nature, the things that he's done. But like the front that they want to put towards the galaxy is it was the Jedi who were evil. Uh, Palpatine doesn't tell everybody I'm a Sith. He just says I'm Emperor Palpatine. No one knows he's Darth Sidious, right? Darth Vader is known. You know what I mean? Now eventually. You know, it kind of just kind of yeah. leaks out there that I think he's it, like. I think Anakin would kill him. I think that if Padme, because the whole deal is the whole deal is that Padme's life is is she thinks Padme is going to die in childbirth. Mm-hmm. So if if everything happens and Padme doesn't die in childbirth, I think Anakin just goes and kills, because kill, he'd be well, so conflicted. Yeah, I think he would just. I think he would he would go fight. He would go fight and kill palpatine and then you'd be in the situation where who knows if padme survives so because the whole deal the whole reason is because he thinks padme is gonna die and he needs palpatine alive right well if he goes through order 66 and padme has childbirth because that happens like two days later and she doesn't die i what what else does he need from palpatine at that point nothing there's nothing he needs from him yeah, for sure. Um, other than that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, which is like he could use Pad- I don't, if Padme's alive, then he transmission, haul it, whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal your he's manip he'll manipulate him to keep him that's just there's two different ways. I mean right. yeah, whether yeah. he they fight or whatever. I, the opposite yeah. is very, he's the master manipulator. He manipulated Yoda right. the entire oh, yeah. council. So I mean, could he easily say to him, No, fight me and this transmission goes to your wife who will know that you killed younglings? Right. Well, now yeah, we're back to square true. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. then she does like turn on. You. I just I just see Anakin. I see Anakin who has who has been sort of hot headed in the past in that moment. Be like, you liar. You know? Oh, sure. <laughs> you know? He could yeah. do that. I'm not saying yeah. he couldn't. Yeah. And I don't and I don't know if there's anything you could say to him that would hold him over. I mean, I think the only the only reason is he thinks that it's because it's going to keep Padme. It, it, Padme's going to die. I mean, that's something that's beyond his control. I mean. Padme seeing something that he did, I mean, I think Anakin would kill right. Palpatine, then then go try to smooth it over with her, and who knows what that would turn the into. Problem it might turn is, into the though, same thing, and he might then kill her, t- kill her. Right, and she's a politician, right? She's she's right. a politician, so you just killed the Chancellor. You're my husband. Well, the, em- he, the Emperor at that point. Emperor, yeah, and then, like, what did, you know, yeah, like, did you go do Where stuff do go for the there? Emperor? Yeah, I mean, like, right. are they on the run at that point? You know, it's just, it's... I, I see the easier path would just be like, okay, I'm going to make an alliance with old Palpy, just like I did. He takes a knee. And what have I done? Right. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> uh, but like, he's in at that point. He's locked. He's given in to the dark side. Um, yeah. And it's just. But he has. But I, I think so much of it is just that he has no other alternative. Yes. Yeah. Because once, I, I mean, you. and then, because remember, like, 
it, there's a comic that follows immediately what happens where like, I mean, it picks up like, I mean, immediately following um, him no standing up and he like freaks out and uses like a bunch of rage is like you promised me right and he like knocks palpatine through a wall and palpatine gets up and like force lightnings the crap out of him and is like don't ever do that again right. and i think anakin i think that moment itself is so huge because i think i think at that moment and what seems to be per- the thing going forward is vader never feels like he could take palpatine which is crazy, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, Vader Vader never you know believes that he could take down the emperor. Yeah. He be- he honestly believes. I think that's one of the reasons he wants Luke to join him is because See, he oh, he believes well, together together uh, together we could take down Otherwise, otherwise, why would why does Vader never tr- really try? I mean, he does, you know, uh, Star Killer, Gaelic, Star Killer, but that's a video game, and it's no longer even canon. But you know, what I mean, he never really ever tries to overthrow Palpatine. Is it just because he doesn't? I mean, what's he what's, have to live for? Yeah, what's he have to live for? That, that's what I was gonna say. Once Luke enters his life, it's less that it's. I think it's less that like I need Luke to beat the Emperor. I think it's more like. No, this is someone I could have a relationship with and we could do something together. See, that is one of his passion, his, I think, Anakin, go back to Anakin and carry it into Darth Vader, you know, whatever. I think the light and the good in him is that he has um, those connections. He wants those attachments. Now he sees his son who he's, he's attached to. He thrives on those. He that He's at his best. Like he's, you know, well, you could say he's at his worst, right? Because he... Right. He does things he shouldn't do for, for, uh, for, for Padman. He, you know, he kills a bunch of Tusken Raiders. So maybe not. Uh, maybe the Jedi were right about some of that. But like, still though, that's who he is at his core. Um, he, he kind of he wants to be with those people. He cares about his mother. He cares about his 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 wife. And now he has his son. Now it's time to rule the galaxy. Now it's time. Before it wasn't time. Why is it now time? Because I have a son who I could share it with. And like, let's go. That's 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 a glimpse well, of like light. He calls light it the dark, his you know? new empire. Well, still my I'm, new empire. Hey, he's the father. Not not, the, father. not the emperor's new empire. It's mine. Oh, okay, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. My new. That's right. He does do that, doesn't he? That's true. Oh gosh, the what ifs, man. You could just go for oh, days so on, the, on the scenarios. All right. Okay. Last one here. This is from uh, Ali. Ka- oh no! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. We have one more. We have two more. Let me go to Facebook. Um, yeah. Oh man, I just had it up and I pu- I pulled it off. Um, give me one second here. Sorry about that. Um, ultimately, the question. I just want to get it uh, correct yeah. here as to who as to who is. Take your from. time. Pull it up. Get the old transmission. You know. Let's go. This is from uh, David. He says, "Quick question for you guys. Uh, with the Boba Fett season being right before Mando season three, do we think that's because Boba will lead directly into what's happening with Mando?" Or do we think that Mando is going to go back with Bo-Katan and take back Mandalore now that he his quest is done and he has the Darksaber? So is the Boba Fett story, is it, gonna, is it going to lead us into Mand- Mandalorian Season 3? Or is it going to be its own thing? And then what's going to happen with Mando? I think it's going to be its own thing, but, but there will be some tie-in. There will be something to push it 
uh, push the Mandalorian story forward. Like we're going to get some information in there that's really going to help us understand their culture and, and maybe some of the dynamics. Then when we go back to season three, we're going to be like, well, we needed that information. But then what do you do with the folks who didn't watch the book of Boba Fett, which I don't know that's going to be, but whatever. Uh, the Mandalorian is the big thing, right? I mean, worldwide, that's what people know, the Mandalorian. Um, right. So you got to make sure when you jump into season three that you don't have too much going on in the book of Boba Fett that you like I think needed to small. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to like have to have watched that and then not get anything. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, a lot, Disney's really good at that. I mean, even when I go watch the Marvel movies, I'm like, oh, I know about this because uh, because I see, you know, I I saw this in Captain America 2 and now it's in, you know, Avengers 3 and it's a cool tie in. But I feel like you could watch, you know, if you just watched it straight through, you would you would you'd be fine on pick on picking up on it. Right. I mean, um, so. I, I think it'll be something similar to that. I don't think it's going to be anything ma- major or, or huge. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I, I don't. But I'm very interested to see what uh, Boba Fett's going to tell us and what that's going to look like. I think that's your more. I think we kind of thought the Mandalorian was going to be this Mandalorian who we thought was a bad guy. Good guy is going to be kind of like whatever. I think you're going to get from Boba Fett a different type of character. I think you want to see the criminal mm-hmm. underworld. I think you want to see something a little darker that you i don't know i kind of I think, think i think we'll see a character that's not boba fett or fennec shan that will sh- that we see in that and that will show up in mandalorian season three now as far as mando and bo-katan i don't think that they're gonna go do stuff together i yeah, think no. i think that mando is gonna go back to the armorer yes me too and i think that's gonna be a huge point of a thing where Bo- bo-katan says well then i'm coming for you at some point yeah you go back to them and you go back to them but just, again. but just but just know that i one day i will we'll fight I again will come, i will yeah. come i will come for that saber yep even though i'm sure he's like take it I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, right, like, right. No. And then she's saying, join us. And then that's where she gets him in this sort of like, no, he is. A I don't child know that she is going to say, join us. I don't know. I, I don't know. She it's going to be really interesting to see the way the way that the way that they do it, because I mean, what's even more interesting is what does um, Sasha Banks, Casca uh, Reeves, who's there with Bo-Katan, what she say? Because. Yeah. Who know, who knows who knows and then you got Mafia Gideon right there too so and who even knows what's going to happen with him because it seems right. like he was going to go be hauled off by Cara Dune who's no longer in Star Wars so I don't know man. what's going to happen man <laughs> it's what's what is what is gonna is what's what's going to happen so Jeez. yeah it's going to be interesting but I I think I think that season three is going to end with some sort of Mandalorian fight I know that whether it's whether it's Mando versus the Armorer. Like who has Mando's now aligned with Boba with Bo-Katan or Mando versus Bo-Katan or something, but I think that's the next big getting yeah. the Mandalorians is because ultimately they're building towards, as they said, some sort of Avenger style event. So it seems like okay, now it's going to be uniting these Mandalorian warriors, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have the Ahsoka show, which is going to be maybe rounding up some Jedi, and then. At some point, I think Thrawn's our big baddie, and he's coming in, and it's going to be everybody versus Thrawn. I love that. I hope that is what happened. I really do. It's going to be like Avengers Endgame, where you know, 
Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man are standing there. And then the next thing you know, Doctor Strange starts portaling everybody in. And then you see all of Wakanda come in. Right, right. And it's right. going to be... It's, it's Ezra be exactly Bridger with like the chest. And they're like yeah. rolling in. <laughs> You know, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. And and then, and then Luke, and then Luke and Grogu are gonna be center stage, and they're. Oh, it, yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu's freaking out there wielding a saber, or he's like, you know what, Grogu? I actually think what, yeah, I just, he's just, he's just like he is on the stone, where he's just like right. But and the like sa- people are just like flying all. What if like- what if he's doing that? He's meditating on the stone, but the saber is flying around him, just like, like sh- fighting sh- people. Sh- he's not even to- he's not even holding a saber, but with his mind, he's using it to fight people. That'd be sick. That'd or he's just sick. or he's just eating. He's just standing back, snacking while. Right, 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 right. He's watching like into like yeah. <laughs> he's just like eating, waving. I'm fine with that too. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So fi- final transmission here today. Um, this is from. Uh, uh, Alley Cat, right? Uh, or yeah. uh, or, or Kalatai um, says here says I saw some fan art recently of Obi of Obi Wan as a Sith Lord. I wanted to get your opinion on if you think this was ever a possibility. I've uh, watched Clone Wars only once, so I'm not sure if this topic was ever explored in the show. I personally don't think he was ever in danger of becoming a Sith, but I thought it would be a good topic for discussion. Um, Did Obi-Wan ever come close to turning to the dark side? First of all, first of all, okay, I appreciate the transmission. And this individual is a good good person. And I, but let me tell you, Master Obi-Wan is near and dear to my heart. Please tell me, please send me that fan art. So I can go to the artist and say, what were you thinking? This is like a cardinal sin inside of the Star Wars universe, okay? Obi-Wan as a Sith? No. He's the greatest Jedi Knight of all time. Of all time. Master Obi-Wan. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long in a long time long time years ago right you served my father in the clone wars okay he was a good friend right he was a good friend game any christmas that's obi-wan fought for the light obi-wan is here and the force is with him okay oh gosh i can't think of any moment and i mean he did. He Obi Wan did. It didn't. It wasn't Obi Wan when he was. Well, Obi Wan says to Yoda, "Well, was I too old to be trained?" And I was kind of <laughs> reckless. And he's telling you know, Yoda off. Yeah, stuff like that. And then he did come close to maybe you know having a relationship, which isn't necessarily Jedi Satine, code of the yeah. Council era. But Luke goes on later to say that that's. that's I think not, what Ali's talking about is kind of like that's yeah, not necessary. Right. So what's going to I mean, it could be something that they explore a little bit during the Obi-Wan series of Obi-Wan of Obi-Wan possibly exploring the dark side while he's sitting on Tatooine doing nothing. But I don't I think that's I think that's highly, highly unlikely. But I know I don't know of any moment in which Obi-Wan ever even came remotely close. You know, I mean, like some characters, I guess, you know, think about like this, like Mace Windu, because Mace Windu uses a a Jedi form, a lightsaber form that uses like, 
you know, va the vapid form, which draws against the dark side. And he tried to teach it to some people, but they almost fell into the dark side. Is there even anything like that as that you that you can think of, like that Obi-Wan Obi -Wan has done? That is, so, even, you know, so, so something like that. Like, has he ever trained in a form that uh, maybe that's, you no. know, a little. Yeah, he once did train in a different form than form three. And after his after the duel of fates and he saw what happened to his master, he decided to become a master of form three, which is like a try. I mean, that's just a, your true defense form. Right. You know, you know, you know fighting which is the total opposite of Qui-Gon. The total opposite of Qui-Gon. Yeah. Because Qui-Gon's form one all offense. Right. And so what happened uh, actually in in uh, episode one, Obi-Wan is. He, some people will say he does anger. Does, it could be the loss of his master, you know, does sort of flare up in him, and he he is um, he's angry about the loss of his master, and he maybe gives into the dark side. Some people will make the argument that he was using dark side powers there. The High Republic, interestingly enough, in this book series, multiple times addresses anger in the Jedi. Like to say that it, you never get angry as a Jedi is untrue. They do. It's. It, you know, then they—I forget—I was trying to find the quote on that. I meant to highlight it. Uh, I'll try to find it for you guys. Because, uh, maybe I'll tweet it, do whatever. But like, it's a really good quote about like how they experience anger and how they deal with that. Find center, find balance, um, and that they—it can be used, but it's its continued use that can lead to the darks. You know, different. I forget how it was worded, but it was worded really well. And I kind of thought, wow, they're—I mean, to me, I thought of Obi Wan. You know, being angry and being upset, possibly, at uh, Darth Maul and going in and saying, it's time to end this. It's time to end this. By the way, I am pretty sure. So you said form two, right, Qui-Gon? No, Qui-Gon. Right. Sorry, I just looked. Qui-Gon, I, I was wrong. Form four. That's what I meant to say. Form four. four it's, a, I was, it's, a, it's, it's an all-out offensive style. So, but that's, that's what, what, that's what Yoda uses. That's what Qui-Gon uses. Anakin, well, Anakin uses every form. Yeah, Obi-Wan is trained in that. And look what he does to Maul. He comes out on the offensive, baby. He comes out swinging. He's using what his master taught him to literally the, like, he is leveled up in a second. He's bouncing on his toes. And, I mean, he comes out of there. You talk about using Form 4 like you've never seen in your freaking life. Obi-Wan's coming at you. And he had he had Maul on his heels. He said, "Let me overwhelm you. Let me show you what's up." I I I don't know. I love it because that's not a form he uses later on. I mean, he will he he learns from the duel of fates and and changes. Uh, but wow, wow, that is why we're so fascinated by the duel of fates and why it's so epic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what's funny, what's interesting though, is that Dooku is he he uses form two which is which is considered to be a balanced form yeah and he yeah. trains he trains qui-gon wow yeah wow but is qui-gon is qui-gon ever as powerful as dooku i don't think so i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so man i i got to, you guys got to go read that you got, go, go listen to the audio book of that dooku book because dooku is a Boss. boss okay yes. i mean dooku is like the more as i after i got done with that i was like dooku's the real deal man yes, i he mean is. he is a he is pretty 
powerful. Legit. Now there is so, I was so then I went and looked up. I said, could Dooku beat Maul? Um, and it was like, I mean, people are split down the middle because there is some there is some official Star Wars guidebook that says that Maul is like the the third best um lightsaber. red bladed lightsaber fighter. Okay. Um, and so that Dooku is not as good of a lightsaber fighter as Maul, but in the ways of the Force, Dooku is oh way more way powerful. strong. Yeah, way stronger. Yeah, and, and I think I think really it does. It's an interesting fight between Obi Wan and Dooku because of the forms. You know, balance versus defense. I mean, it, that's why o- o- Obi Wan like he holds his own, and you can kind of see Anakin. Like they're not in sync. Master and Apprentice are not in sync, and I'm taking him now. And his form, it was all off. I mean, literally, Obi Wan right. is having a flashback of his, ma- you know, d- I don't know. And and so he holds his own longer. But again, he's dealing with someone who did train his master and who was trained right. by Yoda, and who right. is using a form that is that's that's a difficult form. I think uh, from what I've read, like for that Dooku kind of uses right. I mean, it's it's a balance of you're a master almost of of sev- of two forms. So I think that is um, that's pretty now. Cool. Keep in mind, I will say this about the Dooku about Dooku versus Maul. For starters, Dooku in his old age, when he fights, he 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 beats and he beats Anakin and Obi Wan in their prime. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Anakin's in his prime yet. Obi Wan, but I believe I believe I have to look at the math here. But I I read I read the I, I did the math the other day, and I think. Anakin is the same age. He's, I think, he's 19 years old during Episode Two when he fights. Um, I have, to, I have to do the math. Let me, let me, let me, let me do the math here. But I think, I think he's, I think Anakin is the same age, or he's slightly older than um, Ahsoka is when Ahsoka fights Maul in the in the Clone Wars, and oh, okay. so Ahsoka beats Maul in the Clone Wars, and. She is roughly the same age as Anakin is when Anakin loses what to Dooku. So it's like that makes it tough. well, okay, but by, by that standard, then Dooku would wreck Maul. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, yeah, because Anakin's Ahsoka's master. Because you would have, well, you would know, but, but I mean, by that point, you'd I think you'd again episode two. Who wins episode two? Anakin. Or Clone War, end of Clone War, so basically Episode Three, Ahsoka. Yeah, so you're going off, Anna, off. Yeah, I get you. Okay, you go off their age. You think off about how age. long they've been training and all of yeah, this yeah. and all of this stuff. Because is Episode Two Anakin more powerful than basically gotcha. the equivalent of Episode Three, Ahsoka? I think gotcha. so. Gotcha. Everyone's like, you Matt just hates Ahsoka. <laughs> what is wrong? No, with what? You, I, no, I don't. What is wrong what with I'm you? Saying? No, what I'm, I'm what kidding, I'm saying I'm though, what I'm actually I'm using I'm actually using as an argument against Maul. Maul. Yeah, I know. It's a yep. it's a Maul because what I'm saying is that Dooku, I think by that by that standard, is far more powerful. If anything, it's it's kudos to Ahsoka for for. I was gonna say I'm pro Ahsoka. If we're if we're being confusing here for folks, okay. No, I'm, 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 kidding, I'm, I'm kidding, dude. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidting. I'm I'm pro I'm pro I'm pro Ahsoka too. I'm pro everybody. <laughs> but I'm just saying by that, I'm you know, kidding. by yeah, you, you know. Star Wars is you know, Star Wars is unlike other 
uh, it's unlike other fandoms where you have to do power scaling. Because, you know, in like Marvel and DC and all these things, it's like, okay, well, hold on. What feats have they accomplished? But Star Wars is more like, okay, well, you have to look at people at, at a certain time to say, like, okay, well, this person at this point in time beat this person at this point in time because, yeah. you know, they're all, you know, they're all, they're all, they're all different, right? Because, Old Yoda, is he stronger in the Force than he was when he was younger? But maybe he's not as skilled of the lightsaber and, you know, Vader you know, versus Anakin. Hey, and I tell you right now, guys, if you're listening, if you've gotten this far and you're still in the podcast, if you want to debate lightsaber fights and who's more powerful, again, let's get our patrons together. Let's hang out in hyperspace. Yes. Let's do a live stream. Who would win in a fight? Star Wars edition. And let's just have it out because I love it. I love that kind of stuff. I, I, it's just, it's a what? It's just for fun. You know what I mean? It's just Matt and I do it off the podcast. We do it all the time. Yeah, it's just, it's great, kind of comparing the fights and thinking through it. It's cool. It's fun stuff. So, yeah, it. I'm looking here. I'm just looking to see, looking to see what, what 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 people are saying. And a lot of people, are, they go back and forth, man. Maul and Dooku. Who do they? Who do they think? Who do they think? Is, yeah. Who would who who would win? I guess it depends on what when you're talking about. About Dooku. I think it, even if you go, I think you even just say episode two. I think they been, they they fight. So you're taking basically yeah. Clone Wars Maul after after he's got his leg back legs back and everything. So you know what basically basically if Maul and Dooku were to meet during the Clone Wars, who would win? Well, here's the thing: is you have Obi Wan versus Maul in his prime. Obi Wan cuts him in half. As a you know what I mean, and the, so and then you say is, is Maul better in episode two than he was in episode one? If not, if he's diminished in some degree, uh, then Obi-Wan beat him in episode one as a Padawan. Now he's a Jedi Knight, and, and Obi-Wan loses to Dooku. To Dooku. You see how we can go? I mean... Yeah. The Dooku... Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan versus Dooku is hard. I don't know. I always go back and forth on it because Anakin goes in and he just gets blasted. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, Confidence I'm taking, shot. I'm, ta- I'm taking it out. And then Obi-Wan's, you know, is what's Obi-Wan trying to do? Is Obi-Wan trying to, because you do see him. It is almost like he steps in front of Anakin. Yes, that's to true. Try and pr- I think to try, he was stalling. To, I think he was trying to. try and to, protect him. Yeah. I think he was trying to keep him there and, and sub- Although he does him. then lose to Dooku again. At God, the beginning of episode dang. three. Don't bring that up. He does. Because he I'm does. telling you right now. I mean, <laughs> that was a joke. I was actually pissed during episode three. I was pissed at George. That's the one time I'll say it. I am so right. sick of us trying to say, oh, to make Anakin look better, we have to diminish Obi-Wan. But then, Knock but that then crap Obi-Wan, off. but then Obi-Wan beats literally Anakin, Anakin in his I, prime and also beats Grievous and then wrecks Darth Maul later in, in, in as old man. So it's, honestly, it's like impo- it's impossible. To I've work. not read the novelization, but I bet Palpatine influenced Obi-Wan from that chair. I guarantee you he did something. There was a disturbance. He confused him and that caught him off guard, helped Dooku out. I guarantee it. In my mind, it's head cannon. Uh, it's cannon cannon, but whatever. I just can't, you know, Obi-Wan's powerful. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Woo. So much fun. So much fun to 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 dive through to dive through this. I love I love I love the who would who would win in a in a in a fight series. So yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, shoot us some transmissions about what you guys want to talk about next in Star Wars. There's a ton of stuff going on right now. High Republic, the Ubisoft video game. What's that gonna be like? Right, right. Bad um, batch coming up. 
Bad Batch is coming up, Mando Season 3, Book of Boba Fett. There is a ton of Star Wars stuff coming down the road. What do we do with all of the shows now? Who knows? I mean... Right. Soon as those theories. The, yeah, your thoughts. How do we, how do we rectify how do we, how do we? How do we re-engineer Star Wars, if you will, or or what's, what's the plan going forward? So anyway, I want to thank you guys for hanging out in hyperspace. Our next episode, we will continue to discuss your transmissions. So be sure to send us your Star Wars thoughts, origin story, or some of your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. Absolutely, guys. And we're also making a big push on YouTube. Please go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe for us over there, really helping us out. We're trying to push that uh, over 500 subs, and then from there, get to 1,000. We really want to do more live streaming over there. So head over to YouTube, type in Hyperspace Hangout, and subscribe to us there. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe here on your podcast player. Like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.